0: Tom Brady won another seven Super Bowl titles for him now. Welcome to the talk show. This is the post-game, post-Super Bowl, Sunday night reaction. Just went through the game. I thought there was going to be more to break down. There wasn't that much to break down. I could have broke down the streaker. he got more yards than the Chiefs, but I didn't break that down. It's going to be a lot coming up with more episodes throughout the week, but I just wanted to hop on here real quick, talk about the game, talk about what I saw, leave you guys with that. All that is coming up after a word from Anchor. Super Bowl 55 recap and what else is there to say? The undisputed GOAT won another one. The only question now is, not is Tom Brady the greatest quarterback ever, not is he the greatest football player ever, is this the greatest professional athlete we've ever seen? Well, in the four major sports, it really might be. And you may look at golf, you have Tiger Woods, tennis, Serena Williams, there have been some other greatest. But this might be the greatest professional athlete we've ever seen. And maybe we're not used to seeing it. He's not the image of athleticism. But what he does, the culture that he brings, is incredible. And this is what I've always talked about. And before I get into the game itself, this is the one thing I'm going to talk about, is Tom Brady. Tom Brady changes a culture. Tom Brady gets penalty calls that others don't get. Tom Brady goes to two straight Super Bowls and neither one does the opposing team score a touchdown. That's right. His last two Super Bowls, the opposing team did not score a touchdown. But those things happen to Tom Brady. It's all it's it's all part of the equation. You can't separate the things. Tom Brady's the greatest ever and all this stuff goes into it. So here's a stat. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers from a winning percentage standpoint, were the worst franchise of the four major sports coming into this season. They had the lowest winning percentage. Tom Brady, the individual, had the highest winning percentage of any professional athlete in the four major sports. And when you bring Tom Brady, the highest winning percentage, to the Bucks, the team with the lowest winning percentage, he wins. That says a lot. Nothing else needs to be said, right? I mean, that's it. Tom Brady is the undisputed goat. The next argument you could start talking about is Michael Jordan, maybe LeBron James, where he has more rings than both of those guys. If you're talking rings, he's getting close to the 10-11. He's coming back. He said that after the game. I believe it. He doesn't look like he's slowing down anytime soon. Another Super Bowl MVP. We could look at Wayne Gretzky. I mean, Babe Ruth, I don't know. We're watching history. We're watching something we've never seen before. And we should sit back and appreciate it. Yeah, I said this during the game to a couple of my friends. It would be nice if history was a little bit more entertaining. But the History Channel's not very entertaining. I mean, it's just that, history. So if you like history, it's pretty fun for you, but... This game wasn't great. It wasn't fun, but it was greatness. It was watching the greatest. Let's get into the game. Not to toot my own horn, but before the game, I took the Bucks and the points. I didn't know if they would win or not. I did say the final score would be 31 to 29. It was 31 to 9, but I did think the Bucs were going to win, and I explained what the path to victory would be for the Bucks in my episode on Thursday. Let's listen to that real quick. Here's the path for the Bucks. It's very simple. All you got to do is pressure Mahomes with four. Now, they did it last week or two weeks ago against the Packers. They were able to pressure Aaron Rodgers without bringing a whole lot of blitzers. Todd Bowles disguised everything really well. If you can pressure Mahomes, he's still going to pull a couple plays out of his butt. Those guys up front for the Bucks who got after Rodgers all game last week, they're going to be doing the same thing against Patrick Mahomes. Now, I don't know what the deal with the offensive line is because there are some injuries on the offensive line for the Chiefs, and that could play a role in this. So here's what you got to know if you can pressure Mahomes, you can hold them under 24 or less points. That's a very easy path to victory for Brady. All he's got to do is put up 25 points. He should be able to do that against this Chiefs defense. Now, for Tom, Don't turn the ball over. Not that difficult for Tom Brady. Don't turn the ball over. If you don't throw a pick, you'll most likely win this game. If every time you have the ball, you either score, kick a field goal, touchdown, or punt, I think they'll win. Don't give freebies to Patrick Mahomes. Don't give them momentum. So that's pretty simple. Pressure Mahomes. Don't turn the ball over on offense. The Bucs were able to get pressure with three and four guys all game. No matter who they sent, how many, they would send three guys, four guys. Sometimes it was creative, sending corners, and only sending one defensive lineman and dropping guys back into coverage. They were able to sit back and play defense because they were able to get pressure on only three, four guys. That's incredible. Great job by Todd Bowles, but you also have to look at the Kansas City O-line. Yeah, they were missing a lot of pieces, and that's a big problem. For Tom Brady, he threw that one pick, but after it got called back, I looked at my friends. I was like, hey, he's not throwing another one. So any chance the Chiefs had at that is out the window. Maybe they could get a Leonard Fournette fumble, but they didn't get that either. So no turnover. They got pressure with three and four. Mahomes is running for his life all day. And that was the recipe. If you look early in the game, Tampa went three and out on the first two drives, but they were establishing the run. That was one thing they did on the first couple drives. Then on the third drive, they continue to establish the run and then throw those little tight end screens. The play action, tight end screen, whether it was to Gronk or Bray, it was working. And they drove all the way down the field and scored the touchdown to Gronk. And then another one to Gronk. I did not think the first two touchdowns of the game were going to be to Gronk. I did think he was going to have a touchdown in the game. I bet on that. But man, Brady to Gronk, just ridiculous. And what I did say on... Thursday was Mahomes still is going to pull a couple plays out of his butt because he's Patrick Mahomes. He didn't. There were no plays to be had. He was running for his life. I did not expect to see that at all. I mean, it wasn't close. They they crushed him. And there's something interesting for Patrick Mahomes. Those offensive linemen will be back next year, and I think Mahomes will be back in the Super Bowl. What's funny is Russell Wilson, in his second year of his career, he went to the Super Bowl, won it. Third year, he went back against the Patriots. Should have won it if they just handed off to Marshawn Lynch. At the time, a lot of people probably thought, well, you know, Russell Wilson will be back. Brady needed this Super Bowl. Well, Brady's won three more since. Russell Wilson has not been in the game since. It's just craziness. Crazy for Tom Brady. Crazy for Russell Wilson. I don't think that'll happen to Patrick Mahomes. I don't think he's going to be shut out of the Super Bowl for the next 10 years or even five years. But it can happen. You can't expect to just keep going back. This is only his second career loss in the playoffs for Patrick Mahomes. But it's just a devastating loss. No touchdowns. Not a single touchdown scored in the entire game. They call those timeouts at the end of the first half trying to get any momentum. And at that point, it seemed like Andy Reid was already panicking a little bit. And it backfired terribly on them because the Bucs just got another touchdown. And that's bad coaching. It's coaching because you didn't trust what your offense was doing. That's tough. They were really scared. Tom Brady is, like I said, this is not a guy who's going to blow games. This is not a guy who's going to come back And let you back into the game. When you're down at the half. He's not going to let you back into it. This isn't Matt Ryan. So when it's 14-6. to And you're letting them. Score another touchdown. Because you're so nervous already. When it's 14-6. to You're down by one touchdown. And you're that nervous at that point. Just goes to show you. How little they got going on offense. And how little Andy Reid thought. That his offense could turn it around. In the second half. He was. Trying so hard to get some momentum going. And boy, did it backfire tremendously. 21-6 is an even more devastating blow than being down 14 6 getting the ball to start the second half. Something funny that I saw after the game was no Kraft. Like you're expecting to see Robert Kraft in the you know booth clapping. When they're watching all the players on the field, you expect to see him sitting there in his press box clapping. It's it is weird that it's not the pats. I a few times already, and I may have said it a couple times, I keep thinking to say pats, and then I correct myself and say bucks. But like I said, pretty crazy. For Tom Brady, two straight Super Bowls that the opposing team didn't even score a touchdown. It's all part of his greatness. I know it sounds weird. It's like, what? It's part of his greatness that his he gets quote-unquote lucky yeah it's part of his greatness I mean Travis Kelsey has a big drop in the first half Mahomes showed off his talent he had a couple of throws that that throw when he was just in the air on it flying backwards and it goes perfectly into his receiver's hands and has dropped another receiver had a ball hit him in the helmet Kelsey dropped a ball Maybe that game goes a little bit differently. He pulled the plays out of his butt that I said he would do. I said he'd pull a couple plays out of his butt. He did, and they just didn't convert. The defense was that good for Todd Bowles and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So congrats to them, really. Just unbelievable. (laughs) I mean, Tom Brady, the Bucs, and they'll be back. Brady will be back. I don't know when he, he's going to retire, I guess, when he stops winning. But when is that going to happen? He's looked as good as ever. And obviously, the Super Bowl MVP doesn't throw a pick, throws three touchdowns, throws 200 yards, barely had any incompletions. He made it look so easy. And it looked really hard for Mahomes. And that's that was the recipe. That's what they had to do. And they did it. For the team that was in the game just a year ago, I thought the Chiefs got really flustered really early, obviously, with Tyron Matthew and that whole thing. They played really undisciplined. There were bad penalties. I was surprised. I was surprised that that team just seemed unprepared. I mean, the extra week off, and they weren't at home. They weren't in Tampa. The Bucs were. Maybe everything plays a role in it. I don't know. There was a lot that went on, but I still think the biggest difference was that Tampa D line that Tampa front four so even with all those things maybe it's a closer game but I don't think it's it makes a difference I think the Bucks still win this game and as far as the close games this is a fourth straight Super Bowl on CBS CBS keeps the streak alive I tweeted about this earlier that the last three Super Bowls they had were the Carolina Denver game which was a bad game the LA Rams and the Pats, which was a bad game, and the Ravens, and the Niners, which I got some backlash on, was also a bad game. And now this one, just a bad game. They've had four straight bad Super Bowls. For some reason, when it's on CBS, it's not a great game. They traded with NBC to try and get a good game because NBC always has the good games. They had the Malcolm Butler interception and the Philadelphia Eagles game. Well, didn't work. Still a bad game. And everyone expected it to be a good game this year. And it was just so surprising. If you would have told me that the Super Bowl was going to be a blowout, People probably would have told you that the Chiefs would blow out the Bucks. I think people are surprised. But at the same time, how could you be surprised, right? It's Tom Brady. It's the GOAT. <laughs> the greatest we've ever seen do it. Just something ridiculous. He does something ridiculous every time. So congrats to them. Again, not a ton to say. This is just Super Bowl recap. There's going to be a lot coming up for this show. I'm going to have a lot of podcasts, a lot of episodes planned, but Wow, congrats to Tom Brady, Gronk, and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Not used to saying that. The New England Patriots Twitter page sent out a congratulations to the greatest of all time tweet after the game. And whoever sent that out should be fired. I'm tired of all these Patriot fans jumping on the Brady bandwagon. You should feel like, how could we have given this guy up? How could this franchise give him away? How come this coach who's supposed to be the greatest of all time just gave up on a guy? who's clearly still got it, clearly still capable of not only winning games, but taking a loser franchise and making them win a Super Bowl. I mean, it's ridiculous. If you're Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees, you can't feel bad for yourself anymore, right? So I guess it's kind of good. They're probably rooting for Tom. But if you're the Patriots, you had a chance to retain this guy. Tom didn't want to leave. You forced him out. I don't know why Pats fans don't take offense to that. Why they can't wrap their minds around that. You don't get to root for Tom anymore. I'm sorry. Congratulations again to Nick Foles and A- Eli Manning because they remain the two quarterbacks who have beaten Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. So that's just wonderful. Nick Foles and Eli Manning. All you Giant fans out there, you're not special. The other guy's Nick Foles. <laughs> in your own division. Yeah. Um. Again, so many just... Cr- crazy things Antonio Brown won a Super Bowl he says he's going to run it back with them he made the right move Pittsburgh fans out there I didn't see Le'Veon Bell at all I don't think he touched the ball a single time during the game Clyde Edwards Hilaire was not bad running the football but they really just never got anything going offensively man that Tampa defense I'm happy for Todd Bowles happy for Steve McClendon former Jets good guys happy they won I guess Everyone's zero and zero now, right? New season. <laughs> it's going to be a hell of an off season. Uh, with all the quarterbacks moving around the carousel. Who knows where Jimmy Garoppolo is going to go? Who knows? I heard rumblings about Andrew Luck potentially coming back. Who knows if Sam Darnold is going to be traded? Deshaun Watson, obviously, might be traded. Uh, the two quarterbacks or three quarterbacks in the draft, they were really highly touted. So there's a lot. There's a lot going on. It's going to be a big offseason. Baseball's coming up. Obviously, football and hockey in full swing. The commercial from Friday that T-Mobile released of Tom Brady and Gronk saying, let's just win another one in Tampa. It's crazy because they didn't air it because, you know, if they win, I guess it looks bad. Or if they lose, it looks bad because they were in the game. They didn't air it in the end. But they made it look that easy (laughs) for Tom and Gronk. They made it look that easy, and Tom Brady is the happiest he's ever been. He has that little segment, Tommy and Gronky or whatever that they do together, just sitting with their feet in the water, hanging out. Tom Brady looks happy. He's smiling. He's laughing. He's screaming random things into microphones. He's hugging and kissing his kids right after the games. He looks happier than he's ever been, and it's because he doesn't have to deal with Bill Belichick and all that. Peter Schrager told a fun story on the Bill Simmons podcast that the Bucks. Well before that let me let me just say this. I saw a tweet. Um two teams re- there were really two teams who hardly pursued Tom Brady who really went after him hard. This, the the LA Chargers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Everyone else kind of called kind of asked but were are like eh, he's going to return to the Patriots, right? But no he didn't. And the story behind the Bucks is what I was saying Peter Schrager said. He told a story about how the Bucks got into a room and they were like is Tom actually going to leave New England? No, they didn't think so. But if there's any chance that Tom is going to leave New England, we are going to make sure that we are the best destination, that we are a viable option. So they cleared some cap space. They brought in some veteran players. They put together a pitch, and they called the project the Shoeless Joe Jackson Project because they believed that, like in the field of dreams, if they built it, he would come. Meaning. If they put together the perfect scenario for Tom, he was going to want to go there. Ultimately, he chose them. He brought Gronk with them, brought in AB. They brought in Leonard Fournette, some veterans. They let him do whatever he wanted. They let him bring his guy with the TB12 method and all that. He got Derek Jeter's house. He was happier than he's ever been. People doubted him all year. People said, this team is too vertical. They throw downfield too much. He's not good enough anymore. I said, just wait. He'll be in the NFC Championship game. I was wrong. He was in the NFC Championship game, all right. But he took it even further. He just won the Super Bowl and made it look easy. So the greatest ever, now at seven and counting. Tony Romo was talking about this at the end of the game. For Patrick Mahomes, if there was any chance of catching Brady as the GOAT, he really took a huge hit. This is a massive hit. When are we going to see Patrick Mahomes have another shot against Brady. I mean, we could see it next year. But even if he gets Brady next year, so now Brady has seven and he has two. Romo was doing the math after the game. You could think it's pretty fathomable that Patrick Mahomes will get four more in his career, right? So if Tom had lost today, then he would have six. Mahomes would have two. Four more in his career. He could tie him easily. Now, even if Patrick gets four more, he's only at five. Tom still at seven. So maybe they'll have another shot at each other. But he had a shot in the AFC Championship game against New England. The D default offsides. We know how that game went. Mahomes played his butt off in that game. Didn't win. This game was awful. And I think he'll be back. And like I said, this may be the worst game we'll ever see from Patrick Mahomes. It's the worst game we have seen from Patrick Mahomes. I hope it's the worst game we ever see from him. Because at the beginning of the game, they were rushing 3-4. And he was just running out of there. Running away from the pressure. Running, picking up chunks of yards. But they still couldn't move the ball methodically downfield. And towards the end of the game, he was just getting hurt. You saw he was hobbled. The foot was obviously bothering him. And as time wore on, him running around on that hobbled foot just got worse for him. And chucking it downfield, receivers not making plays, receivers not being open because only three or four guys were having to rush. That did them in. So, just an incredible effort from the Tampa defense Great play designs, play calls by Todd Bowles. And for Patrick Mahomes, obviously he's a little hurt. His offensive line was banged up. COVID, all those things, not there. And that that was the story of the game. Tom Brady played a perfect game, didn't turn the ball over, leaned heavily on the run, threw a bunch of passes, did everything he needed to do, and won that game. So a lot coming up on the show. A lot of different things. Congratulations against Tom Brady, of Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Super Bowl champions. Seven time Super Bowl champion Tom Brady. Now he has the same amount of Super Bowl championships coming out of the NFC as guys like Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers. Just absolutely nuts. He deserves all the love. Congrats to the GOAT. Maybe the greatest of all time in any sport. More from the talk show. I'll see y'all soon.